0: This is what everybody was waiting for. Waiting uh, six six days for this um, at crusadechannel.com or just everybody else. You're listening to it. It's going to be coming from Breaking 911 here on the Crusade Channel, the last live radio station standing.
1: When I came into office, I inherited a deal that President Trump negotiated with the Taliban. Under his agreement... U.S. forces would be out of Afghanistan by May 1, 2021, just a little over three months after I took office. U.S. forces had already drawn down during the Trump administration from roughly 15,500 American forces to 2,500 troops in country. And the Taliban was at its strongest militarily since 2000. See, that's the
0: pretentious uh, pronunciation of the Taliban. Shut up. The guy can't remember his name, but he can remember to pronounce Taliban. Get out of here.
1: 2001, the choice I had to make as your president was either to follow through on that agreement or be prepared to go back to fighting the Taliban in the middle of the spring fighting season. There would have been no ceasefire after May one. There was no agreement protecting our forces after May 1. There was no status quo of stability without American casualties after May 1. There was only a cold reality of either following through on the agreement to withdraw our forces or escalating the conflict and sending thousands more American troops back into combat in Afghanistan.
0: You mean like we're doing now, big guy? Okay.
1: Lurching into the third decade of conflict. I stand squarely behind my decision.
0: That somebody else made for him.
1: After 20 years, I've learned the hard way.
0: That you can't eat all the ice cream at once. You got to take small bites or you're going to get brain freeze.
1: That there was never a good time to withdraw U.S. forces. That's why we're still there.
0: That's it. And that's it. Luckily, that's all we got. That's all we got from that. But this is seriously what he was trying to say. Well, it's Trump's fault because he made an agreement. you've undone, First of all, you've undone every other agreement or in every other policy. You couldn't even wait to get into office or, you know, established into office. You got rid of the remain in, in Mexico City policy. You've undone everything else but this is the this is the one you're going to tell us. This is the one you're going to stand up there with marbles in your mouth reading from a teleprompter that says sigh, look left, look right, look <laughs> look emotional. That's what you're doing. Well, I I yeah, because of this agreement You could still have the agreement and not have the entire country fall in on itself. And by the way, there's about between ten to fourteen thousand Americans left in Afghanistan right now. You thought thirteen hours were bad was bad because right now the United, these United States has to negotiate with the Taliban. To get these between uh, ten to fourteen thousand Americans out, they say five thousand. I'll just here's the Pentagon. Hey, what about the American citizens that you left in Afghanistan?
2: What is the plan to get these people to the airport?
0: The, there's now for- when I say ten, five to ten to fourteen thousand Americans. These are people throughout the country. Because remember, this thing collapsed so quickly because ice cream leader Biden withdrew all the guys who could fight. They got rid of all the guys who could fight first. And then they were like, oh yeah, fat contractor lady, you know, soy boy who does, who runs C++ programming. You guys can get out on your own. Don't worry about it. All the BAs, all the guys who know how to fight, all the guys who protect you guys, the deplorables, the nerd, you know, the the ones that you hate. The killers, the operators, the trigger pullers, we're gonna take them out first. I'll give out of here. We'll leave we'll leave Revenge of the Nerds and the Queen of the Cats. They can take care of themselves on the way out. Oh, what an okie dokie day! What a shock, it didn't happen that way. They're all stuck there now.
2: First of all, from a military perspective, John, our focus is at the airport, right? Uh, security and stability at the airport so we can keep operations going. We're working hand in glove with the State Department uh, uh, in terms of supporting their plans uh, at processing these individuals. Uh, but uh, again, that's something that we're going to be doing on a case-by-case, day-by-day basis. Right now, though, uh, I don't want to set the expectation that uh, that we are equipped and and, uh, and able uh, to go out into the countryside and physically move people into Kabul. Our focus right now, the troops that we have there are at the airport. The idea is to make sure we can get that uh, the air operations not only have they resumed, but to keep them in place for as long as possible.
0: So, if you're if you are a U.S. citizen and you are not at the Kabul airport, you you screwed. Sorry, sucks to be you. I know. And here's the ironic thing: probably half the people stuck in Afghanistan probably voted for Biden. <laughs> Cause they didn't like President Mean tweets. Hey, guess what? You people that are stuck in Afghanistan right now, who are not at the Kabul airport, that Mean tweet President will be sending A ten Warthogs to annihilate the city to get you out of there. He would be sending Black Hawk helicopters and Apaches and little little uh, little uh, little helicopter gunships to come and get you. President President Ice Cream. Oh, no, you're on your own, man. Why don't you all work on that diplomatic nonsense? Why don't you all try to smoke a peace pipe with the Taliban and sing Kumbaya on your way out?
2: If they can't get to the airport, what does it matter if you have the capabilities to get them out from the airport? Yeah, John, I understand that. And we all understand that the security situation in Kabul is not ideal. Uh, Yeah, that's saying something. Uh, right now, the airport is open uh, and people are able to get through, uh, through the gates there. There's Now, of course, once you get through the gates, you got to go through TSA again. So it's
0: even worse. That's why people are like, I'm not even going to go back through. (laughs) But I have TSA passed. Can I get through?
2: Yeah, I got to take your shoes off. There's a processing process that actually has to occur. uh, But right now, things are moving out of the airport. And again, our focus is on making sure that continues.
0: It's an absolute cluster right now. What's going on? An absolute cluster. That American, the Americans are being left there. And the government is just like, we don't know. I have no idea how to get them out. So I hope, uh, and here's the thing. I would, my ass would have been on a plane as soon as the, uh, as soon as the 20,000 were evacuated from that first airbase. Yeah, I'm out of here. There's no way this is going to work. There's, there's no way this is going to work because this whole country's going to fall apart. And the fact that some people are like, oh, yeah, it's totally going to be fine. Nope. Not at all. Not in any way, shape, or form. I mean, everybody was saying that this was going to happen. Oh, I'm stuck in Afghanistan. i got to fill out a form. <laughs> I'm getting shot at. Uh, sir, have you filled out the proper paperwork? No. Well... Sorry, fill out your paperwork and submit it online. But don't worry, what is the U.S. government doing? This is from the State Department. I have to play it. I know it's a little outside of what I'm talking about, but I have to play this. This is what the, instead of trying to get American citizens out of Afghanistan, this is what the State Department is worried about right now.
2: The U.N. Security Council issued a joint press statement earlier today
0: calling for a new government that is united, inclusive, and representative, including with the full and full and meaningful. This dude's such a soy; he can't even say the statement without stumbling. Participation of women. The council spoke with one voice... Why are you always going on about women, Stan? Why are you always going on about women? Representative, including with the full and
2: full and meaningful participation of women. The council spoke with one voice to underscore that Afghanistan must abide by its international obligations, including to international humanitarian law, and ensure the safety and security
0: of all Afghans and international citizens. We will absolutely take care of every single one of the Afghan people as long as they they submit to Allah. That's what they're going to tell you. What about the brave U.S. press that spent Four years. Yeah. And uh, they're all inclusive. We will include them. In, uh, the women will have the roles to bake and make food. And have the babies. <laughs> that is inclusivity for them. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. I mean, if it, I have to laugh because it's an absolute tragedy that's happening going on. But this is what the press. And, and what about international outrage? Well, what does the press have to say about the takeover of Afghanistan from MSNBC? The country is essentially now in the hands of the Taliban for all intents and purposes. Uh, They've taken over Kabul. The president, or should I now say the former president of Afghanistan, Ashraf Ghani, has fled the country. The Taliban have taken over the presidential palace. They've renamed the country the Islamic Emirate, taken down the Afghan flag and hoisted up uh, their own colors. Uh, And it's been a relatively um, peaceful, if you like a process they haven't <laughs> hey, we joked about it but they said it they actually said it we were joking yesterday and Sunday about ah oh, it's a relatively peaceful revolution then they went and said it ah <laughs> oh, it's relatively peaceful uh huh I mean as far as insurrections go of course they're like oh January 6th was much worse much much worse than this. An entire country was just taken over. Yeah, but did you see those magas on January sixth? Yeah, it's exactly what's going on here, folks. The absolute humiliation. I mean, just from a just from a standpoint of like, wow, this is pretty bad. This is pretty. This is pretty pretty bad. Um, so it's it's one of these ever evolving situation so if you're just tuning in here to the bad brief on the crusade channel the last live radio station standing um I'm talking about the fact that we're gonna talk about ice cream leader Biden's speech in a moment but this was this that what I played not the clip about relatively peaceful that was yesterday this morning this the the Pentagon, the State Department, are like, yeah, there's about ten to four, ten to fourteen thousand Americans left in Afghanistan, and we have no plan to get them out. I'm sorry, you you don't? Nope. We're just trying to keep the airport open. Oh, um, I hope the people that have southwestern, southwest miles are very appreciative of that. And so what we're seeing here um, are looking at this speech, which I played already. And the highlight of it was the fact that he said, the buck stops here. Buck stops with me. And I floated. I put this in the chat room yesterday, the talking points. That was emailed from Speaker Pelosi's office. To the White House, and he hit every single one of them. Justin was listening. It, he sent me a message. He's hitting every single one of these. Every single one of these. And the problem is nobody, nobody actually, nobody wanted to be in Afghanistan forever.